Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Let's check this is working, actually. <laughs> check those bloody levels. Get less, get less for murder, am I right? <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Garbage, the first for the year. And we thought to ourselves, Mason, we thought to ourselves, this is the thought process that we thought to ourselves. I'm listening. Leading I would up- love to know what my thought process is. <laughs> Leading up to Robert Pattinson, or Robat Battenbat, which is his official The Batman name. That's correct. Get uh, it. Hashtagging. It's already trending, but if you could just keep it trending. Keep it rolling forever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leading up to him portraying The Batman in The Batman, there isn't really a better time uh, in media to cover what many people would consider to be the pinnacle of Batman in film. Early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Fearsome Creatures of the Night. Oh my goodness. Well, that's exactly right. And, of course, the best place to start would be, you know, your Batman Begins. So please leave a like for this video where we're obviously going to be looking at Batman Begins. And bearing in mind, it's, it's very improper to take back a like after you've given it. Now, what do you say to people who have, who have maybe read the episode description? They've looked at the thumbnail? It's all Batman-related, oh, I imagine. Terrific. Uh, with that being said... How's he going to pull this off? I don't know. <laughs> How have you gotten to this point and not figured it out yet? With that being said, well, we're actually covering um, Twilight. We're, we're watching Twilight. Twilight. Movie. And maybe all of the Twilight movies. Maybe! We don't so know yet. this one does, views-wise. <laughs> now, you've seen Twilight before. This is the only one that I have seen, and I oh. saw it at the movies in 2008. And I've got a question for you, Mason. Go on. Uh, it's not Batman-related. So... <laughs> Of all of, these, <laughs> of all of these that kind of, you know, were happening in the era, and there were successes with young adult stuff, mm. but this is certainly, like, one of the most successful. Why did this succeed over, like, Beautiful Creatures or The Host or Red Riding Hood or The Mortal Instruments, City of Bones or Divergence? <laughs> what is it about these movies that do you think endured? First of all, I've heard of this one and none of the other ones. <laughs> sure. So maybe that's it. But I think maybe, based based on my first viewing of this, which was today, yeah. maybe it's because they took a classic monster, a, a, an evil creature from literature, one of the most, and, uh, and folklore even, you know, yeah. one of the most, you know, famous evil beasts mm. of, of the darkest corners of human, uh, the human psyche and, 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 and society. And they just strip most of it away. 
Yeah, we're right. just like, what if he was a cute boy? <laughs> what if pretty he was good. a cute what boy? What if he was a cute boy? See, I think that's definitely part of it because obviously the the books, you know, lent into that heavily and they kind of tweaked it a lot. When I say a lot, I mean all of vampire lore. Uh-huh. But I think also, despite what you think of these movies... Um, you don't know what I think of these movies yet. <laughs> well, I'm just talking in general what oh, sure. people think of them. I think it's cast very well. And I think yeah. that has proven to be true mm. in the decade plus since we this got, came We out. got Kristen Stewart. We yep. got Rob Atbattenbat. Yep. Anna Kendrick is in this. That's right. Other people. <laughs> the guy who's probably going to be a werewolf later. I'm pretty sure he's a werewolf guy. He's a werewolf Does he get later. huge later? He doesn't seem that huge in Yeah, this. he gets big. He gets yeah, big in between movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're yeah, coming yeah. back next week, mm. we'll talk about it next week. Uh, so, yeah, 5,000 people read for the role of Edward Battenbat. He had an, uh, an intellectual approach that was combined with the, I don't give a fuck about this, but I'm going to make it sing. That was from Kristen Stewart. And she was like, ugh, same. So I feel, I feel like that kind of sums up their chemistry. Now, was there, are those quotes from like the press tour? Or are they from years later? I think it was like from years later. Okay, right. That wasn't, they were they were being interviewed by, you know, MTV or something like that. <laughs> no, nothing well, like What that. is fascinating about this movie is, I was watching it for the first time today. And yep. for the first like... 10 minutes, I'm like, hey, this isn't so bad. This is like this sort of coming-of-age story, like this girl goes to this backwater town. Yep. She's she's meeting all these these you know the the the, the she's nerds. Going, she's going to the she's going to this new high school. She's meeting all the nerds, and I'm like, this is all this is all kind of fun. Yeah. This is all kind of you know I'm I'm liking their their they're all their chemistry all together. I think they 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 make a good kind of ensemble cast. They've all got different haircuts. And then Edward Cullen shows up. <laughs> And then Kristen Stewart and Robert Battenbat, zero chemistry. You think so? He's going out of his way to be unlikable, this guy. <laughs> like, my, my, my first note here is, why is Edward Cullen so weird? He's had a hundred years to learn how to not be weird. It's the this smell. This whole family. It's the smell. Yeah, but still. The, you know what I think it is? You know what I think you're missing here? Just just to be clear also, this ground I'm, I'm guessing is very well worn. We are probably not going to oh, come yeah. up with any incredible insights here. No. But So this this vampire family. Yep. What do you think <laughs> of the outfits for one? That's my first point. Like the, the their their plan is yeah. that they want to they want to blend in a human society. They don't want to stand out. One of the, and and one of the things is because they obviously don't age because that's the one thing that's the one vampire thing that remains yeah. in these movies. They move to a new town every few years. Or just go back to the same town. They enroll their their vampire brethren, the ones that look most like children, into school. Then they yep. have to do school again. But they don't go to any effort to look like children. No. You know what I mean? They're wearing, like, weird avant-garde outfits. <laughs> like, Well, you know what I think it is? I yes. think I think what, what you're missing is maybe a lot of that stuff was cool in 2008 for one, and that's what they were oh, going they're for. Oh, they're like... They're, but, they're, but that's the thing. They don't dress like little, awful, greasy children <laughs> <laughs> from that era and just, like, band T-shirts and flannel shirts or whatever. They're all wearing weird technical outfits. Yeah, and it is very Just strange. weird asymmetrical cardigans <laughs> and all kinds of weird fashion stuff. But but back to Edward Cullen. Yeah. He's had a hundred years to learn not to be weird, but his whole deal is he's weird. Yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. It's like, deal. he's so fully unprepared for any and all questions anyone has for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, would you like a drink? And he's like, I don't drink water. <laughs> well, that's very specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my, God, my family, they don't drink water. I think I think that Steady on. I think that comes down to because of, you know, and I love the way they kind of play off each other in terms of 
they both act like they find the other one like the worst smelling person they've ever sat across from. <laughs> right. Like that's the vibe, yeah. which I thoroughly enjoy. Well, and I think obviously, the, you know... Like he's thrown by her is, what sure, was, is yeah, my yeah. point. Because he can't read her mind. Is that... That's yeah. the deal, right? Oh, that's another thing that Vampire Pal that some of them have. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Some vampires can read minds. Some vampires, more of a vibe they get. Yeah. You know? And that guy's got a cool vibe. Mm. I'm going to eat him. Vibe fire. Is that anything? No. Cut that out, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Cut it out. But, but I think, you know, part of this is based, you know, obviously this is more a YA romance than it is a vampire film, sure. obviously. And, and so they put in, like, YA romance tropes into it. But what that leads to is just, the, you know, that really outdated idea of, like, well, if a boy's really mean and rude to you, it means he likes you. Yeah, no, I hate all of that. Settle down. But this, but for this, it's him literally being like, ugh. <laughs> Repulsive. Your, your smell makes me sick. <laughs> and that's how I know I love you. Is it? Settle down. That uh, being said, I like his little Volvo hatchback that he drives around. Oh, yeah. He's looking good, isn't he? One of the coolest cars of 2008. Yeah. We should also talk about her before I get back to... Uh, I want to talk about the, the vampire law specifically. That okay, sure. On here. Oh, that's where we're going to shine, I think. Well, I think much I'll... like a sparkly vampire. That's where we're going <laughs> to shine. Very much so. Nitpicking vampire law. <laughs> So there was a bunch of earlier scripts that uh, director Catherine Hardwick threw out. Okay. They basically didn't relate to the book at all. And this, as far as I can tell, adheres very closely to that novel. The original script had had Bella on jet skis being chased by the FBI at one point. Excuse me? Things like that. But, you know, I think, you know, she's uncoordinated and th that's a thing, I guess. Oh, that's her character. That's her That's her number one character trait. She slips over sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's... How do you think they did the slip on the ice thing? Maybe she slips on the ice? I don't slips remember. Slips on the ice for a sec and her dad's like, don't slip on the ice. Get up, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> do you think I'm just saying, do you think it was do you think it was a, a, a fake ground? Do you think it was yeah. a padded bus? How do you think they did it? I think she's a great actor. Probably did it with acting, you're right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, so I think the idea is, though, they make her uncoordinated and relatable, and then later, presumably, she gets vampire powers, and they're like, she's so coordinated, she's so good at baseball now, or, or whatever, et cetera, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Vampires famously love old-timey <laughs> baseball. Yeah, they would, you know. Yeah. It's, it's America's national pastime, potentially. Set to muse. I also like that she likes her stepdad, you know, because that That's could be a joke nice. of like, oh, get, get a load of this geek or whatever. Sure. But she's like, yeah. This mustachioed... Oh, no. Not her, that's her dad dad. I mean, oh. her stepdad. Oh, yeah. You know, he's right. not evil. She's just like, yeah, he's, he's all right. Makes my mum happy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. Good. Good See, for you. See, that's a nice, believable thing. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I was going to say, around this era, I remember there being a critical backlash against Muse, and I don't remember why. <laughs> oh, no. Now I think I know. Now you got it. Uh, so, okay, well, now's a good time to talk about vampire law, Mason. Please. Um, I don't actually have a problem with any kind of reinterpretation of what it means to be a Dracula. Mm. And, like, they change a bunch of stuff here. No fangs, they don't sleep, uh, they sparkle. That's all fine to me because it gets reinterpreted all the time. I think people are just mostly mad about the sparkling thing. But I like the idea that, like, all the stuff that he's doing and that mm -hmm. they're all are doing is, like, a camouflage and it's also... A bad camouflage. A bad camouflage, but it's also supposed to be inviting. So you see this and you're like, this is a beautiful person. I'm going to get up close and give him a kiss. And then he's like, I'm going to bite you. I'll bit you. <laughs> With my regular teeth. <laughs> Cop this. Yeah. Ah, this takes forever. <laughs> ah, I wish we did have fangs. Do they not have fangs? No, they just have poisoned bites. Oh. Apparently the, uh, the fangs aren't supposed to be, like, longer than any, like, regular human would have their incisors oh. so that's the idea so yeah i mean the sparkling thing is strange because he's like you need to see you need to see what i look like and he you know runs her up to the top of the mountain like a muppet like a muppet <laughs> <laughs> like 
like Miss Piggy with Kermit the Frog on her back. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you need to see this. And he's like, and he's sparkling and he's beautiful. And he's like, look at me. This is who I am. I'm hideous. And she's like, oh, no, that's actually very pretty. Mm. You're very pretty. Oh, no, no one's seen this before. We should have <laughs> checked with more humans. Uh, we did this. You might want to know more about how they eat as well, if you don't mind. Sure. So in Midnight Sun... Which Do they have suckers on their fingers? They don't have any of that, most of them. Oh. They don't have any of that. You're thinking yeah. of the creature of the Black Lagoon. I am thinking the of the creature who's the in the Black Lagoon. Mm. The creature who owns the Black Lagoon. The landlord of the Black Lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> Red. Where's my red? He keeps bumping it up. It's yeah. not cool the way he operates, quite frankly. No, I won't fix all the, the black goo. <laughs> it's part of the lagoon. It's in the, it was in the lease when you signed it. So there's a book called Midnight Sun, which is basically Twilight, but it's from Edward's perspective. Is right? this uh, authorised? Yeah, same okay. authorised. Came out a couple of years ago. So apparently there's a moment in that where he has a bite of pizza and he thought to himself, oh, I'll need to cough this up later. Because so it he, had pineapple on it. Yeah, so it... <laughs> I like pineapple pizza. No, James, this is how we this is how we increase the comments. <laughs> okay. The comments and the dislikes. Oh, okay, cool. cool. The big debate. The, b- the big pineapple on pizza. Well, debate. I like pineapple on pizza. Wow. Leave a like if you like pineapple on pizza for me. And also leave a like if you don't like pineapple on pizza for Mason. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, 
cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Perfect. And then we'll know. We'll tell you them up at the end. So yeah, they can eat, it's unpleasant, and then they have to vomit later. I'd rather be a human if you ask bloody ass, man. I agree, Mason. Mm. Well, you don't want to be a beautiful, sparkling man? No. (laughs) I mean, I already am, so that's... I guess I've hit the genetic lottery. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so the age thing, though. Oh, yeah. So they move around, they have a a connection to the local tribe. Ooh, what could it be? Ooh, who knows? Um, (laughs) Just, why are they like... I'm 17. Just say you're 18. Yeah. Any of these people... Or 20, 22, yeah. 25. That's, they all look about that. Any of these people could pass for 36. Look at my technical jacket. <laughs> yeah. Look how technical it is. But you know what I mean? With a haircut and a moustache on all of them, mm. any of them could be like 35 to 40. I mean, Edward Cullen's dad looks like the same age as, as Edward Cullen, and he's a doctor or something. He's a doctor or something. It's just weird that they're like, we'll start school at 16 and, and go through again. It's weird. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. I don't like it. Just dress dresses as a chimney sweep. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're a family of chimney sweeps. Exactly. Here to sweep the chimneys. Settle down. But also, mm. uh, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. You ever, you ever tried to talk to a teenager? No. You've got nothing to say. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Now imagine you're 100. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk to a teenager? I don't want to do that. You don't want to do it. But, but this that, guy's like, hmm. Okay, it's a, weird. It is weird. But here's saying. the thing. Here's how, here's how maybe you could justify it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Just a clarify. Here we go. Here how we go. You could justify it, not me. I would never. Okay, sure. He can't read her mind. See, this is the movie that should have required that scene from Transformers. You know, the one with the card. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So he can't read her mind. Mm-hmm. So to him, that's interesting. Oh. But when you crack that mind, nothing in it's there. It's a 17 year old. Right. And what are you doing? You're 120 years old or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Strange. So the the action in this is uh, a lot of it is done practically. It's a lot of motion blur, that is for sure. I've written here, like our favourite scene has always been, because this is the scene, the only scene that I know you've seen of where they run up the mountain. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Fun, funny stuff. There is a moment where the character Rose, Rosalie uh, angrily smashes a salad bowl. I got a Ooh. genuine laugh out of that. I thought that was fun. That's, yeah. Good bit of slapstick there. That's great. I mm-hmm. think that was intentionally funny, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but the villains. Yes. So his name's James. 
Um, sure. He's, he's that dude from the OC or whatever. He's been around. He's been. Oh, is he, the, he's, is he the welcome to the OC bitch guy? He might he's be a different that guy. guy. Oh, mate, no, I think he's a different guy. He might be a different guy. guy. He's anyway, a different guy. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I have a very clear image in my mind. I have a, a very clear image in my mind of the welcome to the OC bitch guy, and it's a different guy now. I think his name It's all coming flooding back. Cam, Cam something? Anyway. Right back from the garden. Cam Gigandet. There you go, that's his Cam name. Cam Gigande. Yeah, that might, that's, that's, that's probably it. Anyway. so Neither of those were right. He, 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 gets a, he, gets a, he gets a beat on Bella and he's like, oh, i got a ponytail. I'm going to eat this girl. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm loving this. And so their plan is to take, her, take Bella back to her dad's house and burn him so badly that he'll probably never recover in terms of like, like emotionally because she's just like, you suck and I oh, want to move yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. But then... Kill the vampire anyway? Yeah. So maybe just kill him. Maybe. And don't do that whole thing where you go home and you you like emotionally scar your dad who's just trying to do his best and he's worried about you and yeah. your boyfriend is a is a weird sparkly creep. Maybe just put uh, maybe just put Bella in like a car for yep. half an hour. Just whiz around the town for a bit. Yep. Kill the vampire. Kill the vampire. Get out of the car. So they have a, they have a, they have a punch up in a, in a, in a ballet theatre and there's mirrors. Ooh, rent a helicopter. Yeah, that's good. Have a fun, have a fun little, fun little uh, helicopter tour of Forks, Washington. Would you go near any of the tall trees? No, I'd go above the tall trees. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah way above. Yeah, yeah. Like helicopter height. Like helicopter yeah, height. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, so they have a punch up in the whatever and, you know, they're kicking each other. And then there's a... <laughs> I think it was fascinating. It's a fascinating choice, James, to set the big action finale in a room full of mirrors but not utilise the trope that vampires don't appear in mirrors. Oh, my God, I didn't even think of that. There's a couple of shots, though, yeah. where, like, one or both of them don't appear in oh, a mirror. Yeah. And I, I think maybe... So it's optional for them? I think, I think maybe I think there's a setting. Okay. There's a setting in their OS. You couldn't go to school if you're a vampire and you didn't appear in a reflection. Right. It's just not... It just wouldn't fly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking maybe on the day they're like, do vampires show up in mirrors? Don't know. Let's film some <laughs> stuff. And we'll decide yeah. later, and they just never did. I find it fascinating that they did a room full of mirrors and there wasn't a moment where they didn't know which one it was and they were smashing mirrors looking for it. I'm surprised they didn't do a bloody room full of mirrors. It wasn't filled with bloody... Bruce Lee was in the room full of mirrors and the guy with the claw. You're surprised that Bruce Lee wasn't in I'm this? surprised they didn't just do the end of Enter the Dragon, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm surprised by. I'm surprised by a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> what I liked is when... Uh, so Edward Cullen finally wins the fight. And he gets there first because he's the fastest. I'm like, cool, you established that. That's good. That's good work. Mm. And so, you know, Edward Cullen's about to kill this guy and his father's like, remember who you are. Don't do this. Don't kill him. And then he lets go. And then he's like, right, your brothers and sisters are going to tear this guy's head off <laughs> sure, and yeah. pull off his arms and legs and burn his body. Okay. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Remember who you are. He's the prettiest guy. Yeah, he is the prettiest. Shouldn't sully his pretty hands. <laughs> yeah. His perfectly manicured hands. Yeah, and he, and he bites her and whatever. And he, he, he's, he, thank God he's, he's got the emo the, the he can stop biting. Anyway, because um, he eats... Do you think this video will make any sense if, if you if the viewer hasn't watched Twilight? Or? It's a great question. Isn't it, though? Leave a comment below. Yeah. Leave a like if this makes sense or doesn't. Let us know what you think the plot of Twilight is based <laughs> on what we've said here. <laughs> See if you can piece it together. <laughs> I, I think my favourite callback in this Like movie, the foggiest jigsaw puzzle <laughs> in the world. Yeah, you're not wrong. I think my favourite callback, though, in this movie mm -hmm. is that... Bella is a character that's considered so clumsy 
that her family believed that she rolled down a set of stairs and out a window <laughs> because that's the that's the excuse that she ends up in the hospital. Yeah, I love that. Just yeah. like yeah, that's probably what happened. I reckon you you left with your boyfriend we've just met and then and then you came back later with a series of broken legs and you got defenestrated. Yeah, yes, yeah. we're not suspicious of him at all. Good, he's and got normal. A, Yeah, <laughs> and now yeah, now he should definitely force you to go to the prom <laughs> against your will. With a big boot on. That's not going to affect your popularity at school. Why are they outside where, like, the nice part of the prom is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and no one else is? That, but did that, was that, like, established that that was the private Edward Bella part of the prom? <laughs> Don't know, James. I'm just confused because inside a, mm. like, regular school hall, outside, like, a wedding. Mm. And then she's like, bite me, I want to be a vampire. And he's like, nah, let's just do kisses. And I'm like, all right, good stuff. Anyways, it's time for Twi-Rivia. What do you think? No, I like that a lot. It's trivia. Yeah, yeah, nice. Twilight trivia. We can also reuse that if we do a Star Wars thing, like Twi'lek trivia. That's very good, too. Yeah, we'll save that up. Put that in the, put that in the, put a pin in that. We don't do Star Wars here, though, do we? Not really, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the book was originally named Forks before it was published. <laughs> the publisher insisted that Stephanie Meyer could find... Part of the Knives Out trilogy. <laughs> could find another name for it. And the word Twilight was chosen. Henry Cavill was the first choice for Edward Cullen Ooh. when he was 25 at the time of shooting. Lily Collins was considered for Bella. Phil Collins' daughter. That's right. She got her own. She was Mortal Instruments. Look at these bones or whatever. She was in one of them. I the, can't the, remember which the one. The city one? The moving city no, one? No, that was <laughs> Mortal City. That's Mortal Engines. Engines of Instruments. Yes. <laughs> um, Emily Browning, uh, Australia's own, was yeah. the first choice but turned it down. Tom Welling was wanted for Emmett Cullen. Uh, so it, would have, it could have been Cavill Welling. Whoa, double Superman. Get Routh and he can be a teenager. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sure. so Dig up George Reeves, whatever. We don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. So do you remember that bit where he caught the apple like the book? He was holding the apple because the cover of Twilight's holding an oh. apple. It's forbidden fruit and Garden of Eden maybe. It's a metaphor. Oh. Yeah, anyways. Do you think people stood up and applauded in the cinema Definitely. when that happened? You yeah. know, he kicks the apple up into his hands. I just remember the baseball scene. That's yeah. all I remember. Anyways, it took 13 takes to catch this one oh, apple and get it that's right. That's like when uh, Toby Maguire had to catch all that stuff on exactly. the train. Exactly. But I say, I say weak because he caught a full tray full of food yeah. and he did it with a smile on his face. That's true. And I didn't see a goddamn smile in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of but food. But I mean... From another perspective, um, the Twilight crew probably hates uh, Robert Pattinson less than the <laughs> Spider-Man crew hates Tobey Maguire. That so. is almost certainly true. Uh, speaking of food, uh, the bite that Edward Cullen uh, takes out of James's neck mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. made of ham and cheese. Ham and cheese? <laughs> That's right. Like a delicious James toasty. And this one, this is fascinating. This is direct from uh, IMDb Trivia. It's hot. It's so piping hot. I brought it over. My computer is literally sizzling. Yeah, you've got to get this trivia out before <laughs> your computer melts down. Uh, in the classroom scene where Edward and Bella are seated and share a desk, Edward is on the left and Bella is on the right. In the novel, Bella sits on the left and Edward sits on the right. Whoa. My computer's just shut down because yeah. it was too hot. Too hot to handle. Oh, wait, it's back up. We can talk box office. Oh, really? Because these make a fascinatingly large amount of money. This one cost $37 million to make. It made 407 and was the most purchased DVD of 2009. Whoa. Yeah. Impressive. As mentioned, I honestly don't know at time of recording this what we are going to (laughs) do next. Will we come back and do the Twilight Saga New Moon 2009? Will we trick you again? And say we're doing Batman. Will we just do Batman? (laughs) 
<laughs> I haven't decided how long I want to take this joke yet. There's apparently four more movies you were saying in this. In this, if we just do the Batman, there's there's only three of those. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we could do Gotham Knights or whatever, which I enjoy. Oh. Gotham Knight, you know, the the anthology series oh, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, What's that's it a nice called? One. Yeah, Gotham Knight. Gotham by Night. Mm. Mm. Anyways, if you do have any suggestions for Caravan of Garbage, please leave it below. And if you want to know what's going on here, you can actually see these early if you go over and sign up at BigSandwich.co where there's early videos, bonus podcasts, movie commentaries. That's right. Uh, we recently did, uh, in honour of the Batman, we did Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider 2007. Oh yeah. And there's a bunch of other stuff there, including our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. We're back there, by the way. That podcast has kicked off again. For Hell yeah. Year. And, and we obviously started with Snake Eyes. We didn't get to it last year. We, we reviewed that Snake Eyes. Doing all the in-jokes here, Mason. <laughs> doing, all the, doing all the, just playing the hits, aren't I? Nicolas Cage's Snake Eyes. <laughs> That's what we did. That's good. Yeah. That's a good joke. Mentioned him earlier. Uh, thanks to Ben and Lawrence for editing this video and coming back for another year. And we'll see you guys in the next thing. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you real soon. Twilight. What a movie. What a series, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn because maybe I'm like, this is a this is a hilarious thrill ride four more movies. But yeah. maybe we get through like two more movies and I'm like, I hate this now. you got to see the baby though, right? You, you're telling me there's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you got to see that baby. All right, thanks, everyone. Okay, bye, everybody. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.